Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm Alex. Let's get this over with. <laughs> this movie sucks. Um, I give it an F. I don't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh, tell us how you really feel. Um... Can I just walk out now? Am I done? Like you? I was like talking I said, to them. Yeah, talking. you can no. talk to them for the so, next hour. So, uh, unfortunately, Britton is is not here with us today. I'm going to ignore. Despite it. the fact that he watched this way in advance. Yes. Yeah, that's. I think I think you said that the 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 worst part about all of this was that he had to watch the movie and he didn't even. It wasn't even for a reason. In the yeah. Um, you know, I should have gotten him to do like a Rotten Tomatoes type blurb with his grade, and then we could have <laughs> read it. Oh, we should have done that. You can text him now and see if he gets it back to us before the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'll actually do that. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if this happens. Uh, Probably not. Obviously, we, we've been, been spacing out going back to more of a two-week uh, delay on podcasts. So, uh, we, you know, we're trying to work on that. It's just we're all kind of busy right now. So, theoretically, we Life should... Life sucks. Yeah, we Just should, like this movie. Correct. We shouldn't be any later than two weeks, though. So if if we if it if it uh, a podcast has not come out in one week, and I know you're all always waiting on the edge of your seats, refreshing that iTunes app, you know, just, just <laughs> ready to get that your new here come the sequels. If it doesn't come out, then then just just we're not going to release it in like the middle of the week or anything. We'll just wait until the next. So, uh, yeah, what we are talking about this week is Jupiter Ascending. Um, Directed by the Wachowskis, which is why we decided to do it because we were, you know, I I think for me specifically, it was kind of like at the end of the the, the third Matrix, I was just a little, I, I didn't, it, it wasn't quite as disappointing as I wanted it to be, like yeah, like it was, it's not good, but I I feel like we didn't quite hit the the complete pits of despair that I thought the Matrix sequels were supposed to to happen, and so then we we looked around and we saw this and. Uh, this has been a highly requested uh, film for us to review for some reason by my sister. So... <laughs> this sounded like you were about to go by the fans. Everybody's been leaving comments about when we're doing Jupiter Ascending. No, my sister. So she's the one I can blame for this. Correct. <laughs> Tyler's sister, you should feel ashamed. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh. I hated it, this so much. Yeah, it, it's. Can I it, just say it, it? It's weird how, like, whenever we watch like a really terrible film, I don't know if it's just coincidentally I always show up sleep deprived when we watch these movies, yeah. but I always manage to get a headache while watching these <laughs> terrible movies. It happens over and over again, and I don't know how much of it is coincidentally I haven't gotten enough sleep, and how much of it is th- these movies just make me angry. <laughs> Little little column A, little column B. <laughs> um, what, what's the scores? The Rotten Tomatoes oh, scores. God, oh yeah. You said twenty six percent. There's a format to this, right? Twenty six percent because it's it's a Warner Brothers movie. Yeah. Just like Suicide Squad, BBS. There's only twenty six percent, and a thirty eight percent audience score. So even that's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, and and in case you missed this last the, the episode last week, um, or last. Two weeks ago, we we were just like, well, why not? You know, we'll just lump this one at the end. It's their attempt to start another franchise with with an original property, 
Yes. Between this and the Matrix trilogy, they were doing adaptations. Yeah. They did Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. They did Cloud Atlas. I know they which is a book. they worked a bit on V for Vendetta, which, which is, actually is a book. Really, it's actually really good. Um, but yeah, this is their their first real yep. foray into doing something original again, and boy, was it a huge misfire. Yeah. Tyler, what's your best thing and your worst <laughs> thing? Oh God. So, oh, I have to have the best thing for this. Um, if you need time to think, I can. I can. I was just gonna say Sean Bean. I don't know. If that's what you were gonna say. That's. I don't care. I'm. We're both. Well, you, saying you, Sean I Bean. was gonna say you. I assume you would say the score. Because this that's, is more, that's the fall. This back. is more in hindsight because I realized it was Michael Giacchino after the. I fact. noticed it during the movie, and, it, and it I seemed, noticed it a little bit. It seemed fine. I mean, relative to the rest of the movie, it's true. All right, fine. Great Citizen Fine, Kane. Michael Giacchino score. I'll take that. <laughs> um. Because I love his Sean work. Bean's in here. He is playing Sean Bean. That's that's all the time. It, it's not. He. I mean, the reason why this movie doesn't work is because he doesn't die. Yeah, that's um, what I realized. <laughs> yeah, we, we. I'm sure nobody's made that joke before. Oh, and spoilers! I guess he doesn't die. We have spoilers in the beginning. I don't know. This movie is confusing. <laughs> spoilers is in your opening blurb. Yeah, but. Yeah, basically, he kind of just disappears from the movie towards the end, too. Like, he's, he's there in the background a little bit, but, like, there's this weird betrayal arc. The plot is terrible. We'll get into that in a second. Basically, Sean Bean is acting like Sean Bean, and that's at least my only entertaining. Anyway. Um, he's the only one that has a personality. Yeah. Except for may- maybe Eddie Redmayne. I was going to say, I think my worst thing is the rest of the cast. <laughs> Except maybe, like... Uh... Channing Tatum's fine. He's, he's very bland in this movie. It's because he gets something to do. I mean, sure, but I'm saying like I, I would say he's, a, he's about on par with everyone in the Matrix movies. Yes, because they I mean, get I'm, nothing, yeah. or at least the sequels, because they get nothing to do in those either. I'm not. For, I'm not saying Hugo weaving. Yeah, I'm not saying necessarily um, the cast because I don't like any of the actors. I'm saying like the cast, as in the performances they give. Um, nobody else gives a good performance in this movie. There are a couple people who are fine, I guess, but uh, it's 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 very much. The, I want to go ahead and say that this movie, and I'm really glad we did this movie because it is so much. Are you really? Yes, I'm not. <laughs> I gathered that. Continue. <laughs> um, Alex is just gonna go uh, jump out a window while I continue talking. Uh huh. Um, I. It very much is all of the flaws that that really started to show in the last two Matrix sequels, and and they just took all of those problems, put them in a different movie, and and just created an original movie without the foundation of a solid, you know, initial movie. There's no to, prior goodwill, yeah, to to win us over at all. So it's just all of the bland characters and the the just terrible dialogue that doesn't sound realistic in the slightest and and all of this weird like ideas that are kind of thrown out there for reasons without really being explored at all and i mean there, there's some good action i guess but it, it it almost turns into just too much like random you know hollywood generic explosions oh especially towards the end yeah at yeah. the end i couldn't even tell you what was happening yeah well, like even like the, the really cool action scene in Chicago where where Channing Tatum's flying yeah. around re- 
you know, and she's holding on to him, and they're they're shooting at the ships and all this and stuff. And he's got his hover boots. Look good for like three minutes, and then it's just like, okay, stop. Because it just kept going. Why do you, stop? It's like a ten Done. minute sequence. Stop! It's still going. Yep. I feel like it's still going. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it it is the same flaw that the Matrix sequels had, where yeah. it was like long, drawn out, albeit cool action scene, yeah. followed by terrible clunky exposition with pseudo philosophical yeah. nonsense except i feel like the phil- philosophical nonsense was less so in this one because it was more just heavy 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 yeah. exposition yeah definitely there was a little bit of it there was a little bit we'll, we'll talk about that in a second yeah. um all right so you've you've said your best thing is the score what is the worst thing eddie redmayne Every time he wanted he he showed up on screen, I wanted to throw something in the TV and break it. <laughs> I I hated him so much in this. He, he's got two modes of acting. He either talks like this or he's shouting. But it's shouting in a very handy way. It's oh yeah, it's General Zod from Man of Steel times with the the dial turned up to to. 100 with, like, with with no charisma at least yeah, michael shannon yeah. he had it's, some charisma it's just very much like yeah crazy over the top weirdness and it, just, it there's there's a good a decent bit of total inconsistency in this movie um as far as like jokes popping up every now and then for no reason that like kind of are don't land at well, all just, and then... well, just like the weird bureaucratic sequence when they're going to oh yeah, to yeah, get yeah, yeah her, right, right, right. like officially signed off as ruler of earth or whatever yeah. the crap and like that 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 was compl- that that felt like a separate movie yeah for some reason they have to go to, through all these like tax offices and and talk to all these people it was a good but, scene i mean it was, it was one of the better scenes of the movie but it, it's just like suddenly very silly and campy and like all the there it's just kind of making fun of like you know dmv office office type things it's like a little you know parody of that yeah. but it's just like wait where did this because the rest of the movie is very much in the in the vein of the last two Matrix movies, where it's just constant drab, you know, characters telling each other what's happening and just kind of moving on. And they even somehow to manage to give Mila Kunis a a bit of uh, Neo syndrome with the what? <laughs> yeah, where that's all, what happened. Or half of her dialogue is just asking questions. She did. She is does not give a good performance in this movie at all. Yeah, she's horribly miscast. It's 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 not it's very it's it's I don't about know about as little charisma as I expected them to as I as I could believe you could get out of Mila Kunis if that makes any sense. I don't know which movie has her miscast worse. Because she's in uh Oz the Great and Powerful. Interesting. And spoilers spoilers. She's the wicked witch of the West. Huh. And they give her like the full makeup, the green makeup with the hat and everything. And she even has the evil cackle. Yeah. And it's like, no, stop. None of this is working. <laughs> stop. Dear God, just make it end. Oh, God. Okay. At least there she's got personality. Yeah. Here she's just nothing. They And like, I don't buy her as like an everyday girl. Like... Yeah, they're trying to ground her and like, oh, oh, she she scrubs toilets for a living. Oh, isn't this terrible? She's meant for greater things. You can't really do that when your actress looks like as good as she does. But like, I don't know. It's not like she's like super made up and there's makeup, but she always looks like really pretty. Yeah. 
like really pretty and like I, I don't know I, I don't know who you would have cast instead did you say Emma Stone would have worked better for that you? that was more just like personality wise than, than looks yes but it, but yeah that's, that's fair um I, well, it's it's the type of thing where Emma Stone is the act is an actress who can pull off. Girl oh, I'm just door. yeah, I'm just the yeah. you know, I'm 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 just a, a small time girl. I'm not yeah. you know I'm well, I don't well, like, do much with my life. This is why Mila Kunis works so well on that '70s show because she plays the hot rich girl. Yeah, like that's her character. Yeah, and she works very well with that. Whereas you're trying to get her to play this poor underachieving girl Russian girl I guess she's got bigger dreams and stuff I, I, none of it no, worked yeah especially since they just completely Star Wars prequelify her as far as her performance goes and her dialogue goes and that. It's oh my god George most... Lucas had to do a pass through on this this script <laughs> probably it was amazing like that opening scene where, where the three siblings are, are Eddie Redmayne and the two other people I don't know anybody's name in this movie yeah, yeah. Um, other than Jupiter yeah Jupe. Jupes? I don't know. But, like, when they're having their scene and, they're, and it's like, oh, we're establishing their relationships and they really don't like each other and blah, 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 blah. It, it felt like I was watching the Star Wars prequels again. Like, I was having a weird, like, transcendent <laughs> experience. It, it really is. It, you can Suddenly, tell... I became a transcendent space baby. A la, <laughs> witnessing... 2000, a la 2001 A Space Odyssey. Spoilers. Witnessing everything <laughs> at once... There was no beginning and end to time. It was all <laughs> it just, was just Star Wars prequel. <laughs> Specifically Star Wars prequel dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell that they're... Yeah, that opening scene, you can tell that they're just walking around in a, a giant green box. And yeah. they're acting very strangely. And, and it's mostly just pan to, one, pan to the face of... Or flip to the face of whoever's talking. And that's about it. And with a... The cameras were moving a bit more than, <laughs> than in George Lucas dialogue. But only a tad. Only, only, a, a, only a bit. Gotta give him credit where credit's due, okay? <laughs> um, yeah. <sighs> say? If it the, feels like the people making the movie are bored during the exposition scenes, I'm not gonna care. Yeah. And there is so much exposition in this movie. Yeah. It's nonstop. It's just constantly, you know, oh, we, we're introducing... Like, like they're just throwing out names left and right without explaining them at all, and, and we're not... The, the thing, to, too, is the fact that they start off with, like, that scene where it's, okay, we're getting this conflict between these three people that we don't know a whole lot about. And they keep doing stuff like that Well, they'll, they'll cut to Eddie Redmayne and they'll cut to, you know, outer space and other stuff that's happening in outer space and everything. And because of that, we don't ever get, like, the sense of, of like, a, a fish out of water, like, through me just following Mila Kunis's character, where we're slowly exploring this new world, and we're kind of, you know, gonna, and it's like, oh, this, what's happening? Oh, that's what's happening. Okay. It's, it's just sort of, it's a universe, and here's all this stuff. And we just keep getting name drops and stuff like that, and we just have no idea what the context for any of it is, and the, the pacing is entirely screwed up because of it. It's, it's, it's quite a mess. Titus! That's one of the siblings. Is that the, the... And he wants to marry his reincarnated mother. Oh, yeah, and that makes no sense. We'll get... The genetic plot... We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, <laughs> it's... That's all I remember that happens in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, other, well, than, well, other than Eddie Redmayne's character dies, and I'm happy. Right, yeah. You, you mentioned that you... I said character. I didn't say him. I'm sure he's a <laughs> fine person. You mentioned that you really wish... Good was... actor, just not in this movie. Yeah. 
you mentioned that you really seriously. Wish- how does a guy go from this to playing Stephen Hawking and then he wins an Oscar? I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Was that before? I thought that was Stephen Hawking was before. I I don't know. I think it was the same year. Yeah, because because he was nominated for the Stephen Hawking movie, and everybody thought this was going to ruin it. That everybody would watch this and be like, "Nope, taking that Oscar away from him." Interesting. Yeah. That Whatever. Would, that would have been oh. great if that happened. As I was saying, <laughs> he uh, he's a nice guy. You you mentioned that you wished that at the end of the movie, and there was an after credit scene where. Eddie Redmayne somehow survives a la Green Lantern 2011 because that would have been just beautiful if they were like oh no we're setting up the sequel he's back that would have made me so happy no what would have been great is you see like the fire in the background and everything's burning and he crawls up on the platform and he just starts screaming at the camera I will find them (laughs) god damn it um so so let's let's start with the beginning here. Oh, this movie, I, I have Britain's. I, I got his information. We will read that at the end. Okay, this movie. You got, you got a reason to stick around this time, folks. <laughs> hanging on, hanging on the edge of your seat because you don't usually. Uh, <laughs> this movie. So it starts off with Mila Kunis is apparently the the. Okay. Oh no no actually actually I'm missing something. It starts off with um, her parents. Um, one of whom is played by Jarvis, from, or her dad is played by Jarvis from the Agent Carter Marvel TV show. And more wasting talent is what I'm getting at. Um, and and it starts off with with her dad and her mom, her, her pregnant mother, and just like chilling, and they're like looking at the stars, and they're like, and he's, he's like, oh, look the telescope, and he's like, oh, it's so beautiful, and everything's great. And then these like a bunch of like gangsters just break into their home while they're there and steal like push some stuff around and like throw some stuff on the floor and steal a telescope steal the telescope and the dad's like no not my telescope and then they shoot him and he's dead and that's like like why would some not to say that this couldn't happen but but suspension of disbelief was immediately broken because i'm thinking they're not gonna rob them when they're there yeah Typically, robbers wait until nobody's home. Yeah. Like, I assumed that was going to come up later as, like, a conspiracy. Oh, yeah, I, I to thought steal that was going to be, like, part of the plot. The telescope or something like that. No, it's like just that. a huge coincidence. It's just, what? And, um, it, and it doesn't even really matter. Like, just have it be like, oh, like, she's she's a Russian immigrant and her dad is dead or something. Yeah. Like, well, well, it's because they set up the telescope thing, which is really weird. Well, uh, well, actually, I guess we can go into it now. There, uh, at the beginning of the movie, uh, she's looking to buy a telescope on eBay, and there's financial problems. We'll talk about that in a second. But like, she's having issues, or she she's trying to decide if that's what she wants to spend her money on, and then it ends up not happening or something like that. And we don't know if it's like a telescope just because she likes telescopes because she like takes after her dad because that's not set up at all. It's not really like explained that she like loves the stars and like is is you know oh you know obsessed with science or anything it, it, but it's it's also not addressed if it's supposed to be like her dad's telescope specifically that she is trying to get back or and something. then she gets it at the end and then her, her family gets that gives it to her at the end you know what would like, be great if it had like so, some kind of symbol on it that showed us that it belonged to him yeah some, or something, something. I, I don't know it was very weird and very 
weirdly subtle the words subtle for this movie that the rest of the time is just hitting you over the head with all this stuff um also it's it feels like it's offensive to russians because <laughs> her family all they they do is talk about stalin and latkes it's just kind of like ah yes stalin's balls <laughs> like they said that's that's a thing they say and like that apparently that's that's something i guess russian people say and they bring up stalin like two or three more times and he's like oh i've i cooked the latkes and it's like oh okay and that's that's like all these, their dialogue these, these, it, their dialogue felt like horrible jokes that people make like to stereotype russians yeah like that's all it was yeah. it was it was so frustrating um and yeah it, it, and then the first kind of inkling that things were going to go horribly wrong was so yeah, Jupiter is going around doing stuff for people like as a maid and like going helping you and she apparently or no her roommate is there and her roommate she's talking to her roommate about something and then while she's not looking her roommate gets attacked by a bunch of aliens and they like take her genetic DNA signature and then like her roommate gets gets attacked and the G DNA signature and stuff and then Jupiter like takes a picture of them and then they look at her and freak out and she's and then we just cut and we're like oh, okay we're not addressing that I guess and then later it shows her looking at the picture and it's like she she her reaction is not wait what where did this come from her reaction is just huh what is this that i'm looking at on my phone this seems to be proof of extraterrestrial life how interesting i don't know why you're still trying to explain what's happening well, well, the, the movie had already lost me at this no point. that's what i'm saying is this was the first part for me where i was like what because we learn later that the point of the aliens... Oh, I'll put it to you this way. Like, with Batman vs. Superman, I wanted to explain and dissect the plot, like, to point out everything that was wrong with it. Here, I'm just like, no, just let it go. Just <laughs> let it go. Just let we it don't die. need to talk about it. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, too bad. I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we, learn, we find out later that she was the one who they were looking for to try and get her DNA because she is the genetic reincarnation of the mother of these three people that own everything and that's I don't understand why that matters did they explain why Earth was special not really they kind of just told us it was special because genetic stuff there's probably some throwaway the fact that I can't even remember that when that seems like a very central yeah. thing that might be important to instill in your audience like there's some dialogue about it I, I think like it being fertile for genetics or, or something I don't know but, but then Eddie Redmayne at the end he goes on the whole thing of like oh you wanted to die you told me so how are we gonna know for sure couldn't we the opening of the movie should have been the the previous version of her like and, like seeing a bit of her and how she acted and then her dying and then we cut to Jupiter and then everything gets explained to her yeah yeah although I think that would ruin a twist they were trying to attempt which was oh ready ready Edmane Eddie Redmayne no ready Edmane that's killed, what he's called killed now. his mother no one like that was supposed to be a big 
reveal, I think, but they don't. It, it just kind of happens, and we're like, well, yeah, he's the bad guy. That's not that 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 sounds about right. I don't, I don't know what what what's going on here, and um. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying to explain aspects of this movie and just get more and more confused as it goes along. Uh, there were bees. There were bees. We'll get to that. We'll get to the bees. There were lots of there bees. There were a lot of bees. And um, Sean Bean was maybe part Sean bee? Bean? He was maybe... Please tell me that's the only reason they cast him. <laughs> that's the only reason they got someone giving a good performance? Just so they could troll him on set? Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Um, should have said he was part bean. How great would that have been if it was just beans? Green beans flying through the matters. air. The movie's already so silly, it was fine. <laughs> it would have fit. Yeah. And then at one point Channing Tatum's part dog. Yeah, at one point let me let me get Oh, I need to talk about about him and, and yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Sean Bean No, we're jumping all over point, the place. Who cares? At one point says beeswax as like a curse. Oh, and it's yeah. very serious and very like like he's looking out onto a field and he sees all these people coming to, to steal Jupiter to kill Channing Tatum or whatever yeah. and he's like beeswax <laughs> and like they, and I, I really like to imagine them trying to get him to say that and him just being this is really stupid guys I, I, I don't want Sean, Sean, it's gonna be fun. I promise it's, you're, you're gonna be in the next hit sci-fi movie just, this is key just do it got beeswax okay I, I did it Guys, no 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 no! you gotta no, really Sean, feel the line Sean don't worry about it you'll actually survive this one and you'll get to be in a slew of sequels unlike your other franchises <laughs> oh god um, although Sean Bean is still like the face of Game of Thrones so yeah spoilers for season one of Game of Thrones but you guys should have watched it by now um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's let, let me go let me go back to this other cuz cuz talking about the thing with her getting captured as the genetic whatever and or or get like she gets captured by the aliens and her memory gets wiped but they don't test her as I don't even know what what they were going for here cuz there's this whole subplot of her and her cousin Vladdy um and her cousin Vladdy is trying to to get Jupe to uh, sell her eggs. Yeah, for money. For money, so he can buy entertainment. And, stuff. and he's like, like oh, no, 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 I'm using it's it's gonna be I'm gonna use it's gonna be so great for me and I'm gonna or for us and we're gonna use it to to invest or like something or like we're gonna you know use it to help our lives or whatever. And it, it turns out that he was just using the money to buy a, a video game console and a TV in Dark Souls 2. So, and that's weird. And then, um... And it goes absolutely nowhere. No, not in the slightest. Like her just, dad gets angry about it. Like, she just calls him at one point. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Dad, I wasn't but... able to get the eggs. Weird stuff's happening. He's like, no! No, I already bought the stuff! And he yeah. has, like, a little freakout moment. And I'm just like, I don't know who you are. I don't care. None yeah. of this matters. Yeah. Stop making me watch it, Tyler! <laughs> and her... Her grandfather or uncle or whoever gets angry at him, and that's about where it ends. And then everyone's happy at the end when uh, he Vladdy brings out the telescope that they all bought for. Whatever. Um, 
But the, his thing. So so she she goes into the clinic to sell her eggs, but she puts herself under her roommate's name. And for some reason, because she put herself under her roommate's name, and this is when we see her looking at the photo like, what? Yeah. Um, because she put herself under her roommate's name, they, the, the, the aliens have taken over the clinic, I guess, and they, like, attack her and take her DNA. And what? Like, I don't know what... It's very overcomplicated when it could have just been... They show up at the roommate's place, and then they find her instead, and they, they try to take her, and Channing Tatum shows up. And that's all we need. But instead, it's just very weird and convoluted from the get-go, when we're not even dealing with the outside, like, world and space stuff. We're just, we're still on Earth! We haven't gone more than, like, 20 miles from one location on Earth yet. And it's just already all over the place. And then, the movie... I feel like starts to fall into the the same old matrix thing of we have to take her to these people so that they can talk to her about philosophy and then she just kind of moves on with her life. I don't even remember why she leaves the sister. The they put her in the trust of guards from somewhere, I think. What? Something like that. The sister planned it. Are you talking about the the uh the immortal sister lady yeah 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 that she's there and she's like oh yeah i've entrusted you with the guards of who I, I don't know i don't know they they give her to somebody and they take her and then sean bean betrays them i think and that's how that happens sean bean betrays them to titus the guy whose name we remember <laughs> Yeah, how are you holding up over there, Pony? At least Batman vs. Superman I could follow. Yeah. I You could point it, out where it, the plot it, hole it is was, instead it, of it, it just being... It was terrible, and I hated the characters, but I understood. Yeah, you, you could point out where the plot hole is instead of there just being, like, one big plot hole that was the movie. This is... The, and <sighs> there, So the, the crux of the movie that we kind of find out somewhere along the way in kind of another boring dialogue scene is that there's like genes that you can harvest from people and you it's can... it's the wachowskis recycling their same old ideas yeah we'll take humans they're an energy source we'll use that to to help us live yeah and and instead of machines it's just aliens yeah um it's just eddie redmond <laughs> and then and then there's the reincarnation thing which they take from cloud out it's just recycling oh, yeah. their ideas over and yep. over again yep stop it the and quit getting george lucas to edit your scripts <laughs> I, I think i think we could we could uh we could have channing tatum be a dog and then uh i think and then need, maybe maybe Mila Kunis will, will make a joke about how she likes to, to have sex with dogs that'll be pretty funny that's, that's not how that happens. It's not, but it, I, I it might say, as well have been. I was gonna say, you need to talk about the trade disputes and and how important Earth is because it's got so much valuable supplies that they can then sell and make moolah. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of like economic talk. In oh this yeah. For some apparently, reason. according to some of the people who work on it it's supposed to be a movie about indulgence and capitalism or something decadence i don't know um 
but the idea is that they're harvesting these genes and they bathe in the genes and they get better. They get they they like become young again and it's like gives them life. Lazarus pits. Yeah. And we're never really and that's like how people that's like currency and stuff. And so the idea that is that Is it just the immortals that have access to this? I guess. I don't know. I don't know who who can like, use this and who like how much does it cost? I'm pretty sure at one point they pay other people with it. So maybe it is supposed to be like everyone's using it. But the thing is that that Jupiter is important supposedly because she is the genetic reincarnation. She is the 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 exact genetic replica of the original mother of the the, the triplets who is like the queen of the universe and whatever. Was she the queen of the universe, or did she just own Earth? Maybe. I was I never know. clear on that. I, I, well, she left a bunch of planets to all her then kids, again, so she, was, she owned a lot of then stuff. Then again, I was never clear on anything that was happening, so... That's very true. She owned a lot of stuff. Um, really, don't we all? Yeah. Except for homeless people. Donate today. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste money on this movie. Instead... I agree. Whatever money you you paid for this movie, I did. I I, I paid to rent this movie. Should have used that to to get a meal for a yeah, homeless paid, person. Paid, yeah, you yeah. hack. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh god, um, but yeah, the, I'm 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 trying to forge ahead and explain this movie. Yes. So can, can I talk about the 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 thing with with Channing Tatum well, and dogs? Really quick though, I I just want to emphasize the fact that I have no idea why the what the main plot is supposed to mean because the idea is that Jupiter is important because as the genetic reincarnation she is entitled to Earth she owns it and I don't understand what that means in the slightest why does it matter if someone's like a clone of you they mentioned something about clones being impure and that's not what it's supposed to be like a complete perfect what I don't know what they, they try to explain a little bit of it as far as why I, maybe the the mother left that in her will, but if so, why? There's no logic to any of this. I think she did say that. There's a line of dialogue about like, well, the the mother was starting to hate this whole system at the end of her life, and so she figured her reincarnated self would oh, feel right. the same way. So she decided to leave Earth to her. Right, right, right. Okay, that is what it is, which might make even less sense. Because... Why do I remember this? Why? <laughs> What, what, why do they know that they're Brain. a genetic reincarnation? I don't Remember know. useful things! <laughs> like the entire script of Jupiter is in me. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's, so I guess I guess that is the internal logic. But it's still just very weird. And, and it's, it's, it's like... Again, a lot of the points that are supposed to be important just kind of get tossed out there as one line of dialogue and because the entire movie is delivered as monotone dialogue we don't really know what we're supposed to take out and be like oh that's really important it's just kind of yeah this person said something and then if if you 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 go to just you know you you could i don't know it's it's a mess continue with your thing about the dog so, so this is their attempt to try and, and build a relationship between Channing oh, Tatum yes. and this Mila Kunis. This is the Kunis. first scene, about halfway through the movie, where there's any implication of romantic tension between uh, Channing Tatum and Jupiter. So, so 
he's like, oh, we, we could never, we're, we're not a good match. We're not compatible. You know, I'm part dog. That, that would just be weird and stuff. And then she just goes, I like dogs. I like dogs a lot or something like that. I just looked over at, at Tyler and I went, what does that mean? She wants to have sex with a dog? Like, and that's... That's, I mean, we're there are very weird implications to that line. Well, well, that's, I think that's what the joke is, is that then Channing Tatum's like, well, what? And then he kind of leaves, and then she's like, oh, that was stupid. There's one moment where he's standing in the background, and he just goes, what? Yeah. And we just busted out laughing. It's the most Neo what of all time. That wasn't said by Neo. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and, and, and that relationship was just ridiculous. Like, they introduce that suddenly Jupiter is like obsessed with with seducing this dog man that just comes up and then it just, and then we just kind of assume that there's like this this deep romantic tension between her between these two people that have known each other for like 10 hours. Yeah. Also, can, can I can I talk about how how she she her dialogue is all over the place? Yeah. Sometimes she's she she has like no expression on her face and this is just cuz of the directing, I guess. Yeah. And miscasting Mila Kunis. But there's just sometimes where, like, these fantastical things are going on and there's, like, no, like, expression on her face yep. to show, like, oh, I've never experienced this before. This is weird. Blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes she'll she'll make, like, sarcastic quips about, like, oh, now this thing is part of this universe? This is weird. Yep. And I'm like, no, you either go with one or the other. Yep. Stop it. Yep. <laughs> this movie needs to stop. <laughs> It did, technically. That, that's my tagline, though, that goes on the poster. Yeah. Negative four stars. Yep. That's what it, that's what it says. Yep. Um, Ten thumbs way, way down. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of thumbs. That's, uh, that's five people. <laughs> the... So, so, something... Uh, what... First of all, that kind of goes to a thing where they can't really decide what Mila Kunis is supposed to be feeling at any given time. Because there's also a point where Sean Bean, uh, I think they get reunited with him or something like that, or something, and she's like, oh, it's whatever his name is in the movie. She, like, flips out and, like, hugs him or something like that. B-Man. Yeah. That's that's probably his name in the movie. There's there's no way to be sure, really. Uh, B-Man Beeswax. That's his name. Yeah. It's, uh... It's kind of a redundant thing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, redundant? Are you kidding me? With these movies? Redundant? I felt like I was watching five movies and they all had the same ending. Yeah. This movie's like two hours. It felt like ten. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. That's what it felt like. <laughs> And it's like, oh, we visit one person. Okay. She leaves. Oh, she visits another person. Okay, she leaves. Oh, she visits another person. Okay, she leaves. And she... None of these siblings are good people. And then the movie ends. She seems to get all this, like, strong attachment to these characters that she knows for, like, a day. And then also, she almost marries Titus. And because he, like, convinces her that it's for what's right for some reason... I don't know. And then... So Channing Tatum... When, when they get... <clears throat> when Titus, like... Because Sean Bean betrays them. Right. Because his daughter's being threatened or something? Yes. And we learn that later. But Sean Bean's just like, I'm sorry. I told them where you are or something. 
And so, See, that's even a little moment where at the end of the movie, instead of not showing Sean Bean again, you show him being reunited with his daughter. Yeah. All, all I can think of is Guardians of the Galaxy where John C. Riley brings up, you guys helped save my family. Like, thank you. And then they show John C. Riley being with his family. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice little moment. I'm like... Well, Characters, emotions. Oh, oh! Did did they actually shoot that scene and then they cut it out and they're like, no, that might make the audience feel too much. We gotta <laughs> gotta trim that down. It's gotta be an emotionless, just flat line, nothing going on in the in the audience's. Brain but then when the Eddie Redmayne shows up, anger and then oh, that that of course, of course. I'm either indifferent or angry at this movie. Yep. Sometimes both. <laughs> yep. Little little column A, little column B. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, so Sean Bean betrays them to to Titus, um, and then he... This, the whole middle of this movie's a blur. The whole last hour, 45 minutes of a two-hour movie is a blur to me. Yep, yep. Uh, Titus, like, has Channing Tatum thrown... I have no idea what Channing Tatum's saying in this movie is. I could not tell you in the slightest. Uh, Wolfie. That's definitely it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, he gets he gets thrown like in jail by Titus and Titus jail, I guess. And um, then then Mila Kunis hangs out with him and he's like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta capture you, or I got I gotta marry you because that's what the universe needs, or something." <clears throat> and Mila Kunis just kind of was like, "Okay, I guess that sounds right." And so then they they're about to get married, and then Channing Tatum, who got like shot out of an airlock that conveniently had a bunch of like spacesuits oh that was so bad he like kicks some spacesuits out as he flies out of the airlock why would you have those there what huh why couldn't you just shoot him and then launch him out of the airlock I know (laughs) just headshot okay release him see the thing is if they did that he wouldn't be able to save me the kudos so everyone read the script in advance correct they, they were prepared. They knew what was happening. Everyone had uh, a copy of the script in their back but pocket. Yes. So after this thing that he that, that Channing Tatum couldn't avoid, and Mila Kunis couldn't avoid because Sean B betrayed them, even though I think later she's super happy to see him again or something, I want to say, I could be wrong with that. Uh, after this happens, Channing Tatum shows up and saves her from, from the wedding thing, and he explains that Titus was actually going to kill her immediately after married her and take Earth for himself and all that. And then Mila Kunis is like super angry at him. For like, like that's a thing that that's a thing that happens for a while is that she's like super angry and upset and she's like no doesn't like want to actually do anything and then the only they the only way they're they're able to bring this back into the main plot with Eddie Redmayne who's just kind of been yelling at people all movie and hasn't actually done anything is for him to talking like this that that too that too he uh, captures. Her How family. much did they pay me for the shock? <laughs> Too much. Uh, he captures. <laughs> he would paid him a nickel. Pretty much. He captures Jupiter's family, and and they're like, we have to go save them. And then like it's like a thing where it's like, oh, you either have to sign the rights to Earth to me, or you have to, or I'm gonna I'm gonna gene your family up. And yeah, I'm gonna gene your family up. I want a t- Can we have t- <laughs> matching t-shirts that says that? I'm going to gene your family up. More like Sean Gene, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is t- 
terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and then Sean Bean has his little speech of, oh, this is something you've never experienced before. You know, you, you meet this girl. You've been hiding this your whole life. You've been refusing to accept it. He does everything in his power not to say love. Yep. They all they He worked yeah. very hard. They worked very hard to not make them suddenly love each other after twelve like hours of hanging out. This is funny because you're usually the one that's like, well, when you get two attractive people in a room together, the things happen. That's when you get two attractive people with personalities in a room together. <laughs> Never mind, there you go. That's <laughs> This movie has no excuse. Yeah. Um like, and also, what, what does Channing Tatum see in her other than she's Mila Kunis, so she's attractive? And she's... Well, she's the queen of the world, I guess. Oh, and the weird thing where, where like, he says your majesty and it turns her on. And she's like, yeah. say that again. And that comes up, like, two or three times. That's kind of the only... Oh, like, my God. That, that was a running thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can uh, I just say running gag? I, I guess. And, uh... The other thing about Channing Tatum's character is that they introduced at the beginning that he had wings, but he was... What's the word they use? Uh, Holy crap. Court-martialed. Holy crap, that's a plot line in this movie. Yeah. That him and Sean Bean are like outcasts and they don't have wings anymore. And because he he bit someone for going crazy, I think? I Channing don't... Tatum did? I think that's what happens, that it said he bit and entitled, whatever that means, and... and... Can I just say, Channing Tatum saves Mila Kunis from falling more often than the Transformers save any humans in the yep. Transformers movies? Yeah. Like, we, I remember when we talked about that, we were like, there's so many, like, last-minute saves, like, oh, the humans, they're about to die, and then Optimus Prime shows up and shoots the, the Decepticons in the face. Yeah. This is, like, that times a thousand. Yeah. Like, we need a montage of Mila Kunis falling and Channing Tatum yeah. saving her. it happens quite a bit. Um, Could you imagine in a sequel? Like, if it's like, oh, the sequel needs to be bigger, it needs to be better. Oh, it's like, God. every five seconds. <laughs> it's, the whole movie's the whole just movie, per yeah. perpetually falling. Yeah. Uh, it would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> but the there, there's something supposed to be about Channing Tatum's character going crazy and, like, biting people because he's part wolf, I guess. At no point does that come up as not like a, as a as a conflict he has to deal with. Not in the slightest. Like it's not like during an action scene he's like beating someone up and then he feels like animal instincts and is they, about to like murder them. They like talk about it I think at some point, but it, it never is actually like we don't we don't see him go berserk once, so we never really feel like it's a threat in the slightest. If we cared about this movie at all. Uh, and then also but also apparently he had wings he had like cyborg genetic wings and they cut them off because he got court martial they say court martial which is interesting you would you, you think like big epic sci-fi movie you'd go with exiled or banned or this also is one of those movies where I get confused that everybody in, in the galaxy is speaking English yep and there's not a really good reason as to why there's never even like a, English. a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy style thing where it's like oh we have like a, an easy you know MacGuffin transponder yeah. device yeah. And, and that's even a comedy well, series well, so well, like... let me just say some sometimes movies can get away with that and it's fine like Thor the Asgardian should not be speaking English and then suddenly he shows up on Earth and he can converse with everyone easily Easily. Yeah, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But like Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a little bit of a, uh, there's a little thing on the screen that says, "Oh, we implanted a translator into Peter Quill's neck so he can speak whatever with yep. everyone." Or like in John Carter, 
They they drink a magic juice or water or something, and they can communicate with people. Yeah, fine. Just need something. Yeah. And and that that's not the biggest problem this movie has. Obviously, it's just another little thing where it's like this universe doesn't make sense. <clears throat> the Wachowskis are so obsessed with explaining their universes without actual reasons as to how it makes sense. Yep. Um. Stop it. <laughs> Wings, right. I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna finish this plot line. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> the the yeah. So he supposedly got his wings cut off, and then they. I, I kept expecting it to be like, oh, they're he's gonna get his wings back, you know, for the big final fight, and that's how he's gonna defeat Eddie Redmayne. And the actor, not not Eddie, just just Eddie Redmayne as an actor. He's just gonna fly up to him and kick him in the face. And um, instead, of what happens is. At the the very end of the movie, he's like, "Oh, I have my wings back," and then they're like, "Yeah," or Mina Kunis is like, "Oh, cool," and then she she has the hover boots and they they fly off. He has hover boots, and those are kind of cool, but yeah, like it, it, that's the payoff for that plot line. I, I don't. I, <sighs> that's all I got. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Also, the big final fight is that they... So, apparently, Eddie Redmayne lives in Jupiter. Like, at the core of Jupiter. And I, and that's a weird thing that... I guess it's supposed to be, like, a meant-to-be thing that she was named Jupiter and the stars aligned. Can I just say, her father makes a huge deal. Oh, Jupiter's the most beautiful planet in space. It's, it's great. Like, he, he yeah. talks about that. It's Visually, it's ugly when we get there. Yeah. Like, we, we don't we only see one aspect of it and it's not like like a lot of the space stuff did not look very like beautiful it's no. not it's not like one of those things where I want to go there there is no, like it's one of those things where I'm like nuke the surface it's the only way to be sure there are no wide shots of you know big the big vastness vastness and the beauty of space it's uh, here's an ugly tax return office and here's the inside of Jupiter and it's all orange I don't want to say this just 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 because Guardians of the Galaxy is as good as it is. James Gunn should have taken this concept from the Wachowskis and written and directed Jupiter Ascending, yep. starring Emma Stone, and who cares while we're at it, Ryan Gosling. Sure. I'd be okay with that. I would be on board. I got it. I'm not on board with this. So, that's yeah. progress. Um... But yeah, the, the final fight is like Channing Tatum, again, to save Mila Kunis, smashes down through the, the... They go through the big red eye on Jupiter. I forget what that's called. The, the red spot. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what they're going I told through. you I blinked out for the whole last I mean, that's, hour 45 That's minutes. how they're traveling back and... I don't know why that is. I, they don't give an explanation for what that means. or they ju It's just like a little thing and it's like, okay. And... um. Channing Tatum like flies through and, and busts and I think his ship crashes into something and it creates a reaction that blows up all of the inside of Jupiter is that what happens I think that's what happens there were explosions and I got horribly confused yeah and my eyes just kind of glazed over <coughs> and I was like don't worry it's the climax it'll be over soon the movie might as well had like a silent film intertitle where it's just like uh, this is the part where the where the the final or this is the part where the final act is full of explosions, and that's just that, that's all they were. They, 
it, it wasn't explained why this happened or that wasn't set up at all. It's just, yep, yeah, okay. Everything's blown up now. And then there's a fight and Mila Kunis and Eddie Redmayne fight each other with a crowbar, which is weird and visceral and not at all in the tone with the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, and Channing Tatum fights a lizard dude. The lizard dudes look pretty cool. Look at them that. Better killer crocs than Suicide Squad. Overall, the design was fine for the movie. Yeah. The special effects are pretty solid. Yeah. There's a, there's interesting ideas. For the most part. For the most part. Doesn't jive at all. No. Thank God there wasn't an after credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> Are we F. F given F. It's, it's not it's not worthy of an F minus. It's by the Wachowskis. The, the, it, it, it's not it's not an F minus where it's like, you no, know, they had all these resources. There's there's no reason it should not have been better. Yeah. 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 Um so so I've got I've got Britain's stuff. I asked him to make a Rotten Tomatoes type blurb about how he felt about the movie. Okay, he's he's actually got two blurbs for me. Oh, first one: I watched this movie while latch hooking. I'm making a latch hook of a storm dragon. This movie is stupid. (laughs) 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 And Tyler is broken. Thank you, Britain. <laughs> I, I want that on the on the post. I want to Photoshop a Jupiter ascending poster so badly. Can you make that the background so to our, our blog? <laughs> like, just make that the background. I don't know if I'd be able to put it in there, but that would be great. Just that's that's the top, that's the main like review. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. So, so let me read the real one. <laughs> What are you talking about? That is the real one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Failed iconography, empty performances, and visual effects that inspire more headache than heart swell add up to a boring, clumsy amusement park ride that feels less like a roller coaster and more like your mom didn't let you do anything fun, so you have to be on the teacups for two hours while you watch everyone else have a ostensibly more fun than you are. But they're not. The whole park is bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. There you go. Thank you, Britain, for being with us in spirit and breaking Tyler even when you're not here. That's... That just about sums it up. <laughs> That's... Yep. It was almost worth it to watch the movie and record the podcast to get to get that. Almost. Oh. Not quite. The movie sucked. But hey, we have stuff to look forward to. All right, what are we? Do? Are we? Did we decide? I guess we're doing Jurassic Park. I, be, I believe we are doing Jurassic and, Park. And by that I mean you care and I don't really. That's it's. It'll be fine. I would argue that all 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 four of those movies are better than. Definitely better than this movie. Maybe better than. Maybe all of them are better than Revolutions. That's a, that's the third one, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then we'll, we'll get there. I'm excited to watch the first one again. I'm, be... I'm excited to watch two of them. Yeah. 
Which two? Find out next time. It's it's the second and third one. That's what he's excited about. You took my joke. <laughs> you suck. Um, but yeah, so we're broken. Um, you can find us online at Here Come the Sequels. No, 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 man. My skin's tough. I survived Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. F. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. This is Titus. He's I'm... got my back. <laughs> He marries Myla Kunis a lot. His his dialogue traps the souls of his victims. <laughs> that would that would be this, these are the Rachowskis. They got them back. And by that I mean I give them exorbitant amounts of money and they make crap. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com you can find us you can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com we are also on twitter what are we some kind HC. of Jupiter ascending <laughs> it was inevitable it was inevitable well, what is this some you kind were, of beeswax you were right Smith you were always right it was inevitable oh god you can find us on Twitter at HTT sequels. I don't know if I actually finished saying that. Who cares? That'll be it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be reviewing a better movie next week. It actually will probably be one of the the best movies we reviewed on the podcast. I would argue. Just just overall. Do you have the score sheet? Yeah. Okay. I was like, you're usually you're usually right there, ready to write stuff down. I'm not writing Jupiter ascending down. Oh, okay. I'm not doing it. We okay. all know. Do, do you have those? We numbers? everyone knows we gave all of them Fs. All of them? I'm, I, I mean, like all three of us gave Jupiter sending an F. I, okay. I word. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking at the microphone like it's a person. Okay. It's, it's audience. It, it is. It is. A per- that, that's that's Gary microphone. He's our assistant. <laughs> Why would you call him an object? That's incredibly demeaning. I thought his name was Beeswax. (laughs) Okay. That was one of the worst jokes I've ever tried to make on this podcast. Um, Yes. Yes, it was. You didn't even write down the Matrix Revolution. You were just... Did I not? No. Oh, it's because I left the score sheet behind. I mentioned that in the last episode. I don't remember what we gave that. Whatever. Um, I think we all just gave an F. Did we give that an F? Too? I don't know. I don't know if we went full F. We might have gone full F. Whatever. The score sheet's falling apart. I should just start from scratch. <laughs> you you messed everything up. I messed everything up. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about Jurassic Park next week, which is actually a, a, a very good movie. So, you know, we have that to look forward to, at least. Spoilers. Um... <laughs> uh, What's my stay rogue, everybody? Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs>